Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 4th of September. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Holly Keogh. Donald Trump has hinted that he may run again for president. We will make America great again. I will never turn my back on you. Ukrainian leader Vladimir Zelensky says supporting Ukraine is the only way to prevent Putin launching a fully-fledged war on Europe. We're talking about a global war, so... In today's uh, situation, the resistance, the, the resilience of Ukraine, it's important for the world. The Times Daily World Briefing. Donald Trump has hinted that he may run again for president in two years' time. The former president was on the campaign trail in his successor's home state of Pennsylvania. It's his first rally since the FBI raid on his Florida home, carried out on the 8th of August, as part of an investigation into whether he took classified records from the White House. The shameful raid and break-in of my home, Mar-a-Lago, was a travesty of justice. that made a mockery of America's laws, traditions, and principles before the entire world. The entire world was watching, and they're shocked. They're shocked. South American countries, numerous of them, their leaders said, could you imagine if that was ever done in our country, what the United States would be saying about us? It comes after President Joe Biden said Mr. Trump's followers have an ideology that looks at America and sees carnage and darkness and despair. As the midterm elections loom, Mr. Trump didn't hold back in his 37-minute speech. Our country is going to hell. This election is a referendum on skyrocketing inflation, rampant crime, soaring murders, crushing gas prices. Millions and millions of illegal aliens pouring across our border. Race and gender indoctrination perverting our schools. And above all, this election is a referendum on the corruption and extremism of Joe Biden and the radical Democrat Party. Greg Swenson is from Republicans Overseas. If he runs... I think he's got enough support to win the primaries. At least that's what the polls say. Prior to the raid, um, Trump was only winning, was only up nine points over Ron DeSantis. It was 45 to 36, I believe. Not much. And it had narrowed gradually over the last six or 12 months. 
after the raid, Trump bumped up to plus 38. So I think the if the if the Democrats' intentions were to to help the president get back onto the front page, that that surely worked. If their idea was to to not have him run for president, that was a complete failure. And Cardia Gober, national politics reporter for BuzzFeed, told Times Radio she doesn't think Republican politicians will be happy with Mr. Trump's speech. A lot of Republicans in the House of Representatives and Senate, they kind of feel like he's a distraction, sort of like he takes the air out of the room. Him pitching candidates against some of the more favorable ones from uh, members in his party and, you know, supporting certain candidates because he's in line, aligned with them when he's not even the president. But there is no doubt Trump is the leader of the Republican Party, but there is some fatigue and there are some people that see better prospects out there like uh, Ron DeSantis. It'll be interesting to see if they actually run, though, against him if and when he does announce. The U.S. will hold its midterm elections on the 8th of November this year. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has compared Vladimir Putin to German dictator Adolf Hitler, saying aid to Ukraine is essential in stopping the Russian leader from launching a fully-fledged war on Europe. In an interview with the Sunday Times, Mr Zelensky said Putin is using the same routes and directions as Nazi Germany and warned European leaders that they can't think Russia will not bombard their country. The Ukrainian president also said he has no strength and time for war fatigue fueled by the cost-of-living crisis, which has been worsened by Russia squeezing natural gas supplies. There would be like a full-fledged war on the European continent. And considering we're talking about NATO countries, we're talking about a global war. So to, in today's uh, situation, the resistance, the the resilience of Ukraine, it's important for the world. You can't compare that with the energy crisis in the world, with this deficit, with this blackmail of Russia. You haven't, you shouldn't compare this. This comes as Zelensky called Boris Johnson a true friend to Ukraine days before the British Prime Minister leaves office. He always said that it's it's the people of UK uh, who's supporting us. So he tried to, tried to support us not only with calls and words, but with deeds. I remember there were moments, and frankly speaking, uh, we had moments when we needed weapons and UK didn't have these weapons. So... He helped by pressing or by talking to uh, politically to other countries to speed up the supply of weapons for Ukraine. And former head of the British Army, Lord Dannett, has told Times Radio that British support for Ukraine must continue. I think the big issue here is that for the time being, um, the Ukrainians are holding their own. They're probably doing slightly better than holding their own. But what's really, really critical is that our new prime minister works really hard with other European colleagues and critically with the Americans to make sure that the solidarity of the West, the solidarity of NATO, remains absolutely locked tight. On the way, NASA calls off the second Artemis launch attempt and Barack Obama wins his first Emmy. The Times Daily World Briefing. Chileans head to the polls today to vote on a new constitution. The current one dates back to 1980, when Chile was under the rule of military dictator General Augusto Pinochet and is seen as a bastion of conservatism and market-oriented economic policy, creating stark inequality between rich and poor, as Santiago-based reporter Jane Chambers explains. It's been modified many times since, but it became a symbol of the inequality in the country 
And there is this idea that, you know, in a country like Chile, you can write a new constitution and go forward and change fundamental inequalities. So that's seen as a, a good thing. Following months of angry protests in 2019, nearly 80 percent of Chileans voted to draft a new constitution in October 2020, focusing on social rights, the environment and gender equality. Its supporters would say that it's really going to take Chile into a new place away from kind of how unfair it currently is. Um, they're seeking to have much better health system for everyone. They really want to help the indigenous minorities here in Chile. Currently, they're not even recognised in the constitution. Uh, they really want to push for the environment, um, for women to ha- have equality in the workplace. So lots of things like this. But enthusiasm has waned as Chile's economy has felt the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, spiralling inflation and the currency hitting historic lows. Despite this, presidential delegate for the Santiago metropolitan region, Constanza Martinez, is hopeful. We are very happy, very hopeful that once again in our country, where there are differences, we will see more democracy. And we believe that the big winner this Sunday will undoubtedly be democracy. All the conditions are in place for a calm and safe vote in our region. Results are expected to come in fairly quickly on Sunday evening. NASA has called off a second attempt at launching its giant next-generation rocket ship three hours before liftoff. This time it's due to a fuel leak, with repairs likely to significantly delay the debut mission of its Moon to Mars Artemis program. Bill Nelson is a NASA administrator. Just remember, we're not going to launch until it's right. And that is standard operating procedure and will continue to be. Uh, We are still planning uh, Artemis II in 2024 and Artemis III in 25. The cost of two scrubs is a lot less than a failure. Engineers now want to inspect the rocket and repair any faults in the workshop, rather than on the launch pad, which could mean a delay of several weeks. Jackie Goddard is the US correspondent for The Times, and she told us earlier that NASA sees this mission as a test bed. This is a test mission. These are two new vehicles, the world's biggest uh, operational rocket, most, most powerful, um, and a brand new spacecraft that has never flown with this rocket. Um, and this mission is to put them through their paces, not only the vehicles, but the ground systems that handle them. So everything from the fueling process to every last nut and bolt being secure. The Space Launch System is the most powerful rocket ever developed by the US Space Agency and is designed to send astronauts and their equipment back to the moon after an absence of 50 years. Wendy Whitman-Cobb is Associate Professor of Strategy and Security Studies at the School of Advanced Air and Space Studies in the US. She told Times Radio why this mission is so important. On this mission, they will send uh, the the Orion capsule, which sits at the top of the SLS rocket, around the moon for a couple of weeks, uh, testing out some of the new technology that NASA has been developing along with its partners uh, to return humans to the moon. Uh, and after a couple of weeks, uh, the rocket would then restart its engines, send Orion back to Earth, and ultimately see the capsule uh, land in, the, in uh, the ocean for recovery. So it would be a very good test of all, a lot of these systems that we need to know are working before we even put humans on board. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Speculation continues to grow about Serena Williams's future in tennis with more Here's Kane Reeves. 
The future of Serena Williams in tennis remains unclear after her US Open exit. Williams says she is evolving away from tennis, but refused to use the word retirement. Asked if she would reconsider leaving the court after her performances in New York, Williams said, I don't think so, but you never know. The tributes flooded in from far beyond the tennis sphere, with former United States First Lady Michelle Obama saying how lucky we were to be able to watch a young girl from Compton grow up to become one of the greatest athletes of all time. If it is the end of Williams' 27-year professional career, Career, she can boast 23 major singles wins. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment. Barack Obama has won his first Emmy. The former US president was awarded Best Narrator for his work on the five part Netflix documentary series Our Great National Parks. The shows feature some of the world's most spectacular national parks, including Chilean Patagonia, Australia's Great Barrier Reef and Monterey Bay National Marine Aquarium in California. Barack Obama has already won a Grammy for his audiobook reading of two of his memoirs, which means he's now halfway to becoming an EGOT, winner of an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony. Only 17 people have won all four awards to date. Also winning an Emmy on Saturday was the late Chadwick Boseman, who was awarded out outstanding character voiceover for the Disney Plus and Marvel Studios animated show What If. And finally, losing an art competition to a talented artist is one thing, but how would you feel losing to an artificial intelligence system? Artists are furious after the Colorado State Fair's annual art competition awarded Jason Allen first place in the Emerging Digital Artist category. However, he didn't make his entry with a paintbrush or a lump of clay. He created it with Midjourney, an artificial intelligence programme that turns lines of text into graphics. The piece, called Théâtre d'Operat Spatial, sparked a debate online about whether or not the art was cheating and what AI will do to creative jobs. However, Mr Allen defended his work by saying that he hadn't deceived anyone about its origins. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 4th of September. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.